Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's a really bizarre threat, and I think you need to see it in the wider context of a massive Chinese influence and infiltration campaign across the whole world, disrespecting other countries' sovereignty. Peter Humphrey was a former Reuters journalist and businessman who opened a business in China and uh, was arrested with his wife and uh, imprisoned in China for 23 months. And he talked to us about that reality, and uh, that was his assessment. Well, there's a lot going on as far as China internationally is concerned, and China's relationship with this country. And uh, most recently, China has been accused of interfering in Canada's internal affairs. We've we've heard about the uh, three so-called police stations that are in, in Ontario, and uh, there's also the, uh, you know, there's the two Michaels, Kovrig and Spavor, how long they were kept for no reason at all. We've had the Chinese ambassador to Canada lecture the Canadian government and, and Canada on how we should behave. We had that uh, reality with uh, the vaccine accord. Remember that? In uh, 2020, Mr. Trudeau signed a deal with China for vaccine delivery uh, to, to Canada. And then China just arbitrarily said, nope, it's off. So it's not always the best. Although in 2013, our prime minister did say, let me quote him directly here. I have to find it. There's a level of admiration I actually have for China. Their basic dictatorship is actually allowing them to turn their economy around on a dime. 2013. I don't think Mr. Trudeau likes to be reminded of these things. All right. So uh, there's been news stories in the last few days, particularly, about a number of constituencies in last year's federal election being affected by China's interference. And that includes the re-election effort of Conservative Party of Canada's Stevenson Richmond East British Columbia MP Kenny Chu. Mr. Chu was approached by CSIS, this is interesting, just days before the vote. And Mr. Chu lost his seat. And uh, the story is that China appeared to disapprove of Mr. Chu's private members' legislation, which we're going to talk to him about. Mr. Chu, thank you very much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you, Mr. Green, for inviting me. Yeah, it's good to have you with us. Can we talk about what you're doing right now? Um, I'm actually uh, in Poland right now um, in an Irish pub uh, watching the uh, the South African Springbok uh, playing rugby against their uh, French uh, opponent. <laughs> That's a pretty good but, answer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I'm in Warsaw here to help out uh, taking care of some Ukrainian refugees yeah. uh, because we Canadians are so blessed and uh, so lucky. And I got some time and I got some energy. May as well use it. Well, good for you. I, this is what I wanted to uh, have our listeners be aware of. We've spent a lot of time on this program, uh, on the Ukraine uh, battle with uh, with Russia. We've had the Ukrainian ambassador on this program uh, four times, and we speak regularly with uh, guests in Ukraine who bring us up to date or keep us up to date on what's going on. I tweeted the other day when now, now that you know, the Russians are backing up officially. I don't know what that's all about. They make the official announcement. But the, the, the cliche or the, the line I used was, when you kick the tiger in the backside, you'd better have plans for the teeth. 
Absolutely. And that's a good segue into uh, the topic that we yeah. want to talk about, yeah. which is uh, China interference. So let's talk about that. Is there any doubt in your mind that China actively worked to see you defeated as the conservative member of parliament for Stevenson Richmond riding in British Columbia leading up to and during the 2021 federal election? Do you have any doubts? Well, I, I have no doubt that they, they would like to see me defeated. Um, whether whether it's the sole factor that caused my loss, uh, it's something else. I, I think they are a contributing factor yeah. to my uh, defeat. Uh, I wouldn't blame them on everything because, I mean, election and re-elections are very complex political mechanism. And uh, I certainly, as a candidate, uh, will take up responsibility, my party. But at the same time, we want it to be a level playing field at the decision to be made by Canadians and Canadians alone. And foreign powers such as China, Russia, or Iran, they shouldn't have any play in our uh, political system. No. And, and so you don't have any doubt that they worked to see you defeated. They weren't the sole cause. As Nothing is a sole cause unless it's a sponsorship scandal or something like that. But, but, uh, but, but the reality is China does interfere in Canada's affairs. All I have to do is look at the Chinese ambassador to Canada who's lectured this country on more than one occasion. Yes. Yes. And, and, and we, we do have evidence that demonstrated that uh, China is ambitious in influencing our political system, not only in 2021, but, you know, CSIS had actually tabled a prime minister uh, a report that, that has recently been uncovered, um, uh, you know, documenting the 2019 uh, election that uh, China had interfered. There are evidence of that. I, I suppose that they are still working on on the 2021 election, but that report that uh, you know Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has received in January, uh, I don't know about you, but Roy, I I have not heard anything from the Prime Minister or any other legislator in the uh, House of Commons. Not a word, absolutely not a word. But CSIS did come to see you, I understand, before the 2021 vote. That is correct. Uh, in fact. Um, throughout my two years uh, term as the um, as an MP, I have more than one meeting with CSIS um, because the the, the Chinese desire of um, not liking me, uh, you know, didn't start just at the uh, just at the uh, election. Sure. Uh, I participated. I, I went to Hong Kong to make sure and monitor and gave a good report of the district council election um, in 2019. And I also um, voted in the um, in the House of Commons motion in 2021 uh, that says the. Um, the, the Uyghurs, Muslims, the way they've been treated in Xinjiang, China, fulfills the UN definition of genocide. Uh, so my private member bill, you can argue that uh, it's the third um, sin against the Chinese, and, and they probably are had, had enough of me, and so they would like to get me uh, defeated. Yeah, so tell us about your private members bill. It had to do with uh, lobbyists, if I understand it correctly, anyone acting for a foreign agency and who lobbied in Canada would have to be compelled to register as a lobbyist. Do I have that correctly? Yes, uh, that's actually quite uh, quite close to the intent. Um, what, what I wanted is not to infringe on any Canadians' uh, rights, but to bring it up from uh, the shadow to under the sun. 
and uh, create a registry so that um, people who are acting on behalf of certain uh, foreign countries, they can continue to do so, uh, lobbying our uh, MPs or our senators or our Supreme Court judge. Um, they can continue to do that. They just have to provide a, you know, a registry entry, a file of return, so that uh, investigative journalists, uh, our media would be able to report uh, on those and investigate. Um, the, uh, the, the bill uh, was created. I understand that this is very controversial, so I, I didn't want to have any uh, political element in it, so much so that I've decided to uh, let the Privy Council, if should the should the uh, proposal becomes law, uh, let the Privy Council to decide the list of countries uh, upon which interactions will have to file a return on, mm-hmm. and and so China was actually not mentioned, uh, nor Russia, nor Iran, the three um, top countries that uh, that sees us continually, repeatedly reported to us that, uh, you know, have been interested in interfering in Canada. So those countries are not named. Uh, they will be listed by our bureaucrats, the Privy Council staff and, and clerk. Um, but, uh, you know, for that, uh, you know, people in my writing, they were told that, uh, you know, the Chinese people will be in jeopardy. They will be just like uh, the Japanese during the Second World War, uh, incarcerated and be sent to a rural area. Their possessions will be uh, uh, will be uh, the government will carve it up and, and you know dispose of. I, I can't make the connection. It seems reasonable to me that anyone acting anyone acting for a foreign agency who lobbies in Canada should be compelled to register as a lobbyist. It doesn't point at any specific country, does it? It's just common sense. Yes. Or what right. am I missing? For, for you, for you and I, we we have no problem in reading, and uh, we basically, I mean, Canada is such an open country. You you and I can can click on a link, and you can read what I propose verbatim. Just read the original I proposal. Did. But unfortunately, uh, for many citizens uh, in the country, they they lack the ability okay. to do so, and they furthermore rely on uh, you know news media sources that are only controlled by uh, People's Republic of China. Mm-hmm. It's called WeChat, and and you know they rely solely on on those uh, materials and information and and consider those as as truth. Okay. Therefore, many of them thought that what I'm proposing would actually hurt my own ethnicity, uh, people from my own ethnicity, would put them in jeopardy, would put them, make them, you know, make them in trouble and and, and all that. And unfortunately, it's the CCP using uh, fear, weaponizing fear, just like they are, they're weaponizing ethnicity in Canada right now, um, telling, you know, Chinese Canadians that, uh, that they, they, the PRC, uh, it's the sole representative of, um, the Chinese in Canada's, all the benefits, uh, all the welfare that we live in Canada. If we are, if we're being hated, that's because we're Chinese and the motherland will stand up for them. So they are spreading misinformation like that. Uh, unfortunately, Unfortunately, some of the constituencies, some of the Canadians of uh, Chinese descent, uh, they have fallen into um, their prey.
You were a conservative member of parliament in Stevenson, Richmond East in British Columbia. We're talking about what happened to you. In a, in a, in a broader sense, China interfering with your re-election campaign and with others. We understand this has happened to other members of parliament in this country. There's also been talk about funding for some MPs that has been uh, brought forward by China. Do you, do you support that that's happened? Um, I, I guess I guess now that the report has come out from CSIS, I, I, I guess we, we have to be smoking gun, per se. But for a long time, for a long while, um, ambitious predatorial uh, countries like China has been using its own way to infiltrate uh, Canada's uh, electoral system uh, by offering... Um, volunteers by providing means to disseminate the electoral uh, information, campaign information, and all those um, ways. Providing funding is definitely one of the ways, and we know that uh, Current Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, for example, were able to raise, you know, six-digit figure uh, donation by, you know, making some dumplings with uh, certain so-called constituents, and that's, you know, stack of uh, checks will will be offered to him and just provided it to him. Now, I'm not accusing him for violating uh, Elections Canada rules, but those are um, interesting uh, occasions uh, that offers you a glimpse into how imaginably countries uh, like China could actually interfere and have an influence to our politician. Yeah, China is also being ordered by the Trudeau government to divest itself of tech and mining investments. That's not going to go over well. And so the question then becomes in a broader, much broad, broad context is, what is Canada doing as far as protecting our national security matters is concerned, also our legitimate uh, interests in, uh, in Canadian uh, um, invention and, and our, uh, you know, all, all that we accomplish in, in tech. Are we doing enough uh, to protect ourselves from, and again, let's talk about China's influence. Well, let's let's uh, let's hear what the prime minister answer was when he was asked a similar question. He used the National Security Intelligence Committee uh, for parliamentarians uh, as as a response, as an answer to prove that uh, there's some action that's been done. Now, Roy, I don't know about you, but if having a committee can actually solve problems, well, then we should have ten thousand of those committees, shouldn't we? Yeah. The other, the other yeah, issue is, sure. as a prime minister, uh, one of the things that uh, I would expect our prime minister to do is to assert Canada's sovereignty. Um, we, we have to understand that it is not just China. China definitely is the most resourceful and ambitious country. But, uh, you know, Russia, too, it, it's also eyeing uh, for interfering and, and uh, uh, you know, interfering our, our sovereignty. When was the last time prime minister uh, exercised? our sovereignty right in uh, the northern part of our country, in the mm -hmm. Arctic Ocean, mm -hmm. to demonstrate uh, that, uh, you know, rights, if not used, will be lost. Um, you know, simple things like that. Uh, I, I got to tell you that, uh, partisan aside, uh, I am very disappointed in the inaction of this, of this uh, government. Because you know what? When you don't do anything, not only that you're you're allowing our country to continue to be interfered, but also you are definitely sending out a message. The message is we are naive, we are weak, 
uh, come and exploit us, continue what you're doing. In fact, up the ante. Uh, we are not watching. We're, we, you know, we are still naive, and uh, you know, feel free to exploit us. And that's definitely not a message that Canadians want to send to the uh, to the world. No, uh, we, of, of Iran and China and Russia. Yeah, you mentioned the Arctic. We've already had our allies say, "Hey, you know, you need to be able to do more to protect your Arctic waters if they open up." So you know, the Americans have said, "We'll well, we'll help if we have." After the Brits have offered to put submarines into our waters that we claim as ours, yeah. so that you know that's just compromising our national sovereignty. This is on the day after Remembrance Day, and we know what happens when when tyrannical countries or tyrants have an opportunity to uh, to uh, to grow unchecked. Mister Chu, I thank you very much uh, for joining us. Are you going to run again? Um, if you can add, tell me when the next elections is, I probably will answer you that question. But uh, right now, I'm just focusing on doing a, you know, being a Canadian, being a Canadian citizen. And I want to thank you uh, for, you know, being interested in, in this topic. It's something that Canadians need to put more focus yeah. and energy into. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.